Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you princesses of the Pooh Nanny. Welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. As always, I'm Little Leah, and with me is Carla Wainwright. And today we are returning to the topic of I was today years old, except this time we're talking about pussies. Hi, Carla. Hey, Leah. How are you doing? <laughs> Um, honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode. You have outdone yourself with some very fascinating facts about the vagina. But before we like dive into the shit show that this is going to be, because I'm not going to be able to contain myself, we have a pretty big announcement to make. So maybe, maybe you should let the listeners know about that. Ah, yeah, I'd love to. We just recently hit 3,000 downloads, over 3,000 downloads since we started in uh, in March. So just four short months of our podcast. We've had so many of you listening and we're just thrilled. And we just want to send all of you a huge shout out of thanks. Um, Yeah, for listening and subscribing. And we're just so grateful for all of you. And we should note before we get into today's topic, we also now have an Instagram. So you can find us under the Radical Sex Witches. And we would love to have you be part of a community there. Let us know what you think when you listen to the shows. Tell us what you don't like. We we want you to be part of our digital coven, so to speak. Absolutely. We want to know all the things, good, bad, ugly, and otherwise. Yep, yep for sure. So let's kick it off. I was today years old, pussies edition. Give her, <laughs> Carla. All right. So our first fact is that the pH, the acid-base balance of uh, the vagina is around four, which, you know, that in itself is like maybe kind of interesting, but what makes it more interesting is that that is the same pH as wine and beer. Well, now we know why guys like it then, beer. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, that's a pretty big selling feature. My my pussy juice is the same pH (laughs) as wine and beer. And I just should say, like, if you are having a hard time just with that, then you might not want to continue to listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's only downhill from here, you guys. (laughs) You hear a lot about that, a lot of like the pH level of vaginas. You know, I don't know. Can you expand on that a bit? Yeah. So the pH level is actually really important. And, um, you know, sometimes women do all kinds of things to change that, you know, I don't know if this was common for you, Leah, but when I was a teenager, douching was super common. And um, yeah, there were all these kind of like scented douches. Uh, Eve. I remember. Yeah, those exactly. And they're terrible for you, right? They change the pH um, and lead to, you know, infections and discomfort and all sorts of things like that. So you actually don't even want to use soap, just water, all the things, uh, get rid of them, just, you know, good basic hygiene with some water in the shower and you're good to go. I have to use soap. I mean, I'm not using anything like heavily scented. It's something that's very mild, but like, I, I believe she needs a scrubbing once in a while. And it's knock on wood here is <laughs> yet to lead me astray. But you know, after a hot summer's day, nobody needs to see that grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> okay. I see Carla dying right now. <laughs> 
like I said, you guys, we're going down the rabbit hole into this one. Maybe we should keep things rolling along. Our next fact, a vaginal fart also... (laughs) I can't even be serious here. A vaginal fart, also called a queef or a quiff or a vart, which is something I've never heard of, is very common. Unlike gas expelled from your bum bum, which contains fecal waste and has an an odor, vaginal flatulence is odorless and unrelated to the rectum. Well, no kidding. (laughs) Nearly all women get them, so take pride (laughs) rather than shame in this fact. Hell, you can even form a ladies' chorus where you queef in harmony like individual pipes in a pipe organ. Oh, man, this is our silliest episode ever. I cannot take myself seriously right now. It is. And, you know, um, yoga teachers talk about queefing a lot. (laughs) So you might be doing a demo where you're upside down and shoulder stand or something like that. And the next thing you know, you've queefed in front of the whole class. I remember doing that as a kid with like friends and being in like the bicycle position, you know, like doing a bicycle in the air with your legs up. Is that what the position you're talking about? And then rolling yeah, kind of. to a trumpeting vart. <laughs> I'm going to use vart everywhere now. <laughs> I have yeah, to say, I exactly. haven't had one in a long time. Not like I'm trying, but <laughs> sometimes it happens during yep. sex too. You know, the, the, it sure the motion does. of the ocean and all that air going in and out, in and out, in and out. And I usually (laughs) Well, what else can you do? Yeah. I don't know. I could see some women being like super embarrassed by it, but you shouldn't. And um, we will be taking applications for the (laughs) Radical Sex Witches Pussy Fart Choir. You know how to contest, (laughs) contact us. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh, I just have You have another fantastic fact. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go down rabbit hole here. Let's go back to the facts. All right, so I'm going to share with you that the largest vagina in history most likely belonged to a woman named Anna Swan, who lived in the 1800s. And get this, she was seven feet, five inches tall, which is crazy, weighed 350 pounds, and she gave birth to a baby that was 23 pounds with a 19 inch head. What? Yeah, so that's a 19 inch circumference. That's pretty big. And uh, yeah, that's kind of bonkers. So, you know, of course, every woman's vagina is different. And the average length of an unaroused vagina in a mature woman is about two and a half to three inches wide and three and a half inches long. But this is the cool fact is that a vagina can expand up to 200% during sexual intercourse and giving birth. I mean, I could understand yeah. you're passing like, well, for poor, for poor Anna Swan, a fucking bowling ball, but <laughs> yeah. So it gives new meaning to a uh, grower, not a shower or a shower, not a grower. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget that your, your vagina can act as a purse. Um, a 27 year old woman in 2011 was charged with possession of heroin after 50 four bags of the drug were found inside of her. I don't, I kind of wish I was a fly on the wall to see like that conveyor belt happening, but I know they get to 20 and it's like 21, 22, <laughs> 23 something more to go. Like how, I don't, how big were these bags of drugs? Like, were they like little baggies that you're individually selling or are they like bricks of fucking heroin? I need to look this up more. I need answers. Like that must've been heavy. 
Yeah. And super uncomfortable. And can you imagine if one of those burst inside of her, like she'd be dead. I mean, that's a common thing with drug mules and a completely different episode, but. (laughs) Yep. But uh, impressive. Nonetheless, 54 bags. Kudos to you. That's right. Okay. Our next fact is, uh, and I actually didn't know this when I looked this up, but uh, hair around um, the vulva grows only for three weeks. So like hair on your head can grow up for seven years, but only for three weeks um, on the vulva. And um, apparently, and probably why none of us know this is because nobody lets their hair grow that long <laughs> anymore. Or very few I people I mean, the do. winter, but I'd never ever knew that it stopped. Like there's been plenty of times in the winter where I was bulking up for the cold, but. Right. Uh, and this was cute. That one gynecologist uh, was asked what it was like. Look what, sorry, what it was like looking at a, a vaginas all day. And then she replied, really, it's just a bunch of different haircuts. So, <laughs> so true. Right. <laughs> totally. What's it going to be this time? <laughs> landing strip bear baby um the woolly mammoth and speaking of all these funny names the vagina has over 1000 nicknames and i don't (laughs) these are just i'm gonna lose it passion flower pink pearl your yeah yeah a fish taco (laughs) i can't even a crotch mackerel Fish factory, a fuzzy lap flounder, tuna town, (laughs) penis. Carla, you have to say that one. I can't. Okay, penis penitentiary, a cum pocket, yoni, which we've talked about, the warehouse of warmth, (laughs) warm slurpee, the V thing, apple pie, and yum yum. And you've actually, I think you forgot one fish. reference here cod canal (laughs) what about bluebeard's closet the boneyard the bum fiddle the butter boat the cloven tuft what the fuck is that a cock socket i just want to talk about all of these (laughs) your flesh tuxedo a foofy bird your fur back turtle A gravy boat. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. You never go. You never go from back to front. You guys, everyone fucking knows that a gutter, a gutted hamster. Where did you find this shit? Uh, On the wonderful web. Oh my God. What else is a moose knuckle? I've heard of that mother of all souls. Well, that's getting pretty serious. A pecan patty. Obviously, Poonani, which I said at the beginning, red-haired lass, your rusty axe wound. Oh, my God. (sighs) Skunk guts. Who's like, come on, baby, give me your skunk guts. Twat waffles, under dipple, badge. Oh, we could go on forever. So if you if we have if you have one that we haven't covered, come and let us know. (laughs) Yes, it's pretty extensive list and and uh maybe i'll i'll link that list in the show notes because it's pretty funny those are hilarious (laughs) they definitely are um all right so this is a kind of a cool fact that both sharks and vaginas contain a substance called squalene 
And you find that in shark livers, but it's also a natural vaginal lubricant. And I, I know squalene is, is actually a pretty popular product in um, cosmetics, like for oils and things like that for improving your skin. I've definitely heard of the word, but I didn't know that like we have it. Yeah. I thought actually it, it just came from, I thought it just came from sharks. And I think that there's actually a, a plant version as well for people who want to do the plant route, but now there's actually another, another source. So I could see something like Gwyneth Paltrow jumping all over this for fucking goop and making her own, yep. her own natural goop goop. Gwenny's goop goop. <laughs> exactly. Fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. Anyways, here's a little story. One patient came to a gynecologist complaining that vines were coming out of her vagina. The doctor examined her and found that vines were indeed coming out. And when the doctor removed the object, she found (laughs) that it was a potato and sprouted vines. The patient told her that her mother told her to put a potato in her vagina to prevent pregnancy. (laughs) Well, it might prevent a penis from getting in too. So it might have been effective. (laughs) Talk about size of the potato. Can you imagine that poor doctor is like, oh my God, there are vines. What is happening here? Like, we all know what it's like when you've kept a potato too long in your pantry and it starts growing a whole other fucking plant. Like, no shit that hurt. This makes me think of like Bridgerton when she just had no clue about what her wedding night was going to be like. Oh, well, you know, you go put a potato in there and you don't have to carry, you know, his seed. To be a different seat. Yeah. And can you imagine the woman comes in before she even gets dressed and undressed and says, yeah, I feel like there's vines growing out of my vagina. What? (laughs) No, you don't hear that every day in your office. It's making me think of like when you go online and you see those x-rays of things that people stuck up at their asses and it's like, there's, there's Woody from Toy Story. Like, (laughs) that's right. Oh God. Yes. It's moving. Shall we? So being morally loose uh, does not make your vagina loose. Okay. So I know that some of us might've been shamed into thinking that could be uh, if we chose to love sex and we've talked all about being sluts and loving sex, but that will not make your vagina loose. In fact, the vagina is elastic like a rubber band. So no matter how many donkey shows you perform in Tijuana, it will snap back to its regular shape after sex. Uh, And then another fact is that abstinence will not make your vagina grow tighter. So being celibate isn't going to make your pussy tighter. This is one thing that, you know, I've always wondered about is like, oh, well, she's so loose. She's she slept with 60 guys. Well, what if I slept with one guy 60 times, but you're not considering me to be loose like that? Like, it's not like you're in there and throwing hot dogs down a fucking hallway, for Christ's sakes. Like, come on, get it together, you guys. And anyways, orgasm is more likely right before or after menstruation. Confirm or deny, people. Yeah, let us know, which is kind of interesting because um, you would think that it would be more likely when you ovulate to make you more interested in sex and, yeah, more likely to conceive if we think about evolution and all that. But, yeah, if I think about it, when I used to get my period, I have an IUD, so (laughs) I don't have to deal with that, but I would be a crazy, like, horny bitch, so I could see how it would be much more achievable at that point in time. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, true. So let us know if that's the case for you. And then our final, uh, our final, I was today's years old um, about pussies fact is from the height report that reported that the phallic object most used by female masturbators is drum roll, a candle. And so this is surprising because like what happened to the cucumber, <laughs> which feels and like it would be like a little more comfortable. I, I feel like it's going to get stuck in there. You know, like it's, I, I don't know. Depends if you use like a long tapered candle. <laughs> One of those giant votives. <laughs> you know, but maybe candles, they've got all different kinds of thicknesses and lengths. So maybe, you know, they're, they're kind of versatile and um, was have it ribbed, more variety. Was it ribbed for her pleasure? And I mean. <laughs> what about those spiral candles? That's kind of like it's ribbed. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And is anyone uh-huh. lighting one? It's obviously not going the wick way in first. So maybe and it's like a tickler. It's a cervix tickler. <laughs> or that's how you pull it out like a tampon. Maybe. <laughs> Who is putting candles in their vaginas? If you are doing this, send us a private DM. Like we'll never reveal our sources. But if you're like, yeah, guys, you're missing out. A candle is a go to. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. no shame on the yeah. radical sex witches, as you can probably tell by now. <laughs> <laughs> so right. that's it. That is all of our I was today years old pussy edition. If you have some fantastic pussy facts that we've missed out on that you think deserves to be on this list, you know how to find us. It's in the show notes and come find us on Instagram. Next week, we're going to be talking about Me Too and consent. If you have time, guys please leave us a review. As always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. We're the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Are you curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to EmbracingShaktiTemple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and magic.